Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Well, hello, my little munchkins out there. Welcome to the podcast. We eat stuff and talk about things. This is Christine Guthrie here. Welcome. In this podcast, we are seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating who we want to get to know better. Our interview today is with Jeffrey Mall from Planner's House. Jeff is, as he calls himself, a relative newcomer to the mixology game. However, he's already made quite a name for himself, spending six years at Mike Randolph's restaurants and now working behind the stick at Planter's House, arguably the best cocktail bar in St. Louis. Like Charles and myself, Jeff is into some uh, geeky pursuits and we talk a little bit about them. For example, he used to have a, as he calls it, second job playing World of Warcraft. His cat is also named after an Of Montreal album and he likes to have fun with his cocktail names. Think uh, palindromes and wingdings. Thank you so much for tuning in, and please enjoy our conversation with Jeffrey Mall. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get this started. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Jeff. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Good. How's it, how's it going? Not too bad. Yeah. How you doing today? I'm a little, little banged up, but yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yes. Nothing, <laughs> nothing a little Chino Julep can't, For sure. can't solve. Yeah. So mm. tell, tell everybody, what, what are you doing right now? Making a Chino Julep? Uh, so yeah, I'm making this drink. Uh, I wish it was of my own design, mm. but uh, I must admittedly say that it's not. Uh, it's quite delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called a chinar julep. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a normal, classic julep, except with chinar as the base of it. I actually put this drink on the menu at Randolphi's. Mm. Kind of feel like I should pour one out for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, kind of midway, just because I fell in love with it. Mm. It's so light and refreshing, and you know it's Sunday morning. I think it's Sunday, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're winding up the weekend here. <laughs> We've had uh, kind of struggled a little bit to get my days in order. Mm. Sure. But uh, yeah, this, this drink's kind of more or less like a normal julep. is uh-huh. um, the base of it, but there's also a couple different juices. There's some lemon, some lime, um, mint, obviously. Do you have like a regular 9 to 5 these days, or what are you working on? Um, I am at Planner's House all the time. <laughs> Pretty much every day that ends in Y. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a little more than maybe I want right now, but mm-hmm. that's only because a bunch of people just went out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure everything will will uh, normalize here real soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took over all the prep there, so Mondays and Tuesdays are pretty much... This is going to get loud. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Right? We'll yeah. <laughs> I want to, like, rest it on the ground and... Yeah. Yeah. 
actually made one of these for someone at work last night, and they were really into it, mm. which only just added insult to, uh, not, maybe not insult, but it's like, I want this drink to be mine, because yes. it's huh. Amaro, and that's, you know, sort of my game, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're really into this, are you? <laughs> you know it's ice in there. Yeah. Like well, the why stuff. is the man hitting the bay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not next. <laughs> yeah, he seems he's very disintrigued there. He's like, what is this? I don't know what's going on. He's such a such a quiet talk. He is. He's very, very personal. He's a little person that he, talks right? there. It's he's a he, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he's a pre-chill. We, we like him a lot. You kind Ooh. of say we won the dog lottery with him. Yeah, he literally barks maybe once or twice a week. Yeah. That's that's it. Yeah. He's, uh, he, he can be willful. He's pretty smart, so he has his own kind of yeah. idea about things. But mm-hmm. besides that, he's just kind of perfect. You know, he's just quiet and personable, and you can pet him and go play with him, or you can just you know chill. Lounge. Yeah, lounge. He's a good loungey dog. Yeah. Yes. I've always been kind of more of a cat guy, but same here. This guy but made lately, me. lately, uh, dogs have been. Kind of doing it for me. Mm. Well, dogs are new cats. Yeah. Kind of changed. You know, like the cats were big, you know, in the internet earlier. Now it's all about dogs. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Um, How many cats do you have? Just one. Just one? Hopefully just one. <laughs> I don't want to turn into a spinster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's kind of where I was headed um, before I got waffles, you know. But, she's, um, she's great, too. What's her name? Uh, Coquelico. Coquelico. So, oh wow! That's, yeah, that's it's adorable. It's a bit of a story? bit of a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, when I adopted her, uh, I was trying to think of a name for her, and uh, I was listening to a, a lot of a, of Montreal at the time, oh. like old old days before mm-hmm. they got like really poppy and bass centric. Mm-hmm. When they were but, more experimental and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like the uh, the Elephant Six Days. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think that was I think that was a record label. Hmm. Anyway, right. yeah. uh, they they had an album called Coquelico Sleep in the Poppies. Hmm. Okay. And I really like that that name and for sure. Yeah. It's uh it's a type of flower, it's a type of color. I was like, mm-hmm. no, that's a pretty name for a cat, so I decided to name her that. I like yeah. it. And then correct every single person that tries to say it. <laughs> Coquelico. It's like, oh man, I blew it. <laughs> yeah, during the less syllables name a cat, these are the... Do they any nicknames? Just like Coco? Or um, sometimes I just call her Coke. Coke? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coke Kitty? Uh, I, I foolishly named my World of Warcraft character uh, Coquelico also, so in a, in a, in a forum where... You're constantly talking to people. That was that was fun to That's have to that explain that every single time. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to do World of Warcraft way back in the day. It, it can take up a lot of your life. It really can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was amazing. It's a... the main tank of my guild, so it was basically a job. Mm. Yeah, that's what I feel about too. I was a healer, so it's definitely high demand. Ooh, hey. Wow. All right, here they are. Beautiful. Chinar juleps. Fantastic. Oh, nice, nice, light, bitter. All right. Citrusy. Thank Hopefully, you, uh, yeah. Good to start yeah. off the morning. Cheers. Yeah. Hmm. It's nice. Mmm. Ooh. Yeah, that's good in all the right ways. Mm. That was good. Mm. Yeah. So now, did you have this somewhere, or did you hear about this? You know, um, 
a friend of mine told me about it, and I scoured the internet mm -hmm. trying to find a recipe for it. I just kept finding a bunch of different recipes, but there's this uh, this is really cute video online of uh, someone making it. I think it's maybe like Spanish or mm -hmm. I mean it should be Italian, hmm. considering Chinar, but um, the 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 rest there was no like firm recipe for it, so I was kind of like left to my own interpretation. Mm -hmm. But the the videos, like I said, it's it's kind of it's got some cutesy music and there's a little carousel and the uh, the animation is kind of like it's not like moving parts as much as it is. Um, you know, like the direction will pop up on a screen yeah. and then like the ingredient appears in the glass. And mm -hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's really easy to find, but I was like, oh man, that sounds really good. And uh, before I put it on the, the drink menu at Randolphi's, um, I made one and I was like, holy smokes, this is good. Mm -hmm. uh, I should add this to the menu. Mm -hmm. And then I did. Yeah. Uh, about halfway through the life of, of that yeah. restaurant. Yeah. Mm hmm. So I guess you're over here. You, you do bartending and stuff in town. Mm -hmm. or mixology. Do you prefer either term? I really don't. No. I think I. Some people are particular about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might have at the beginning of mm -hmm. things. You know when. I think I think everyone's got you know maybe a little bit of a chip on their shoulder when they first like get into this line of work mm -hmm. because it's these days it's such a a prestigious and. I guess maybe that's the best word to, to describe. It's such a prestigious job that mm -hmm. everybody like wants it, wants it to be referred to a certain way. And mm -hmm. you know, when you first get started, uh, it's easy to have a little bit of an ego. Yeah. I mean, I'd be mm -hmm. a liar if I said I didn't kind of go through the same thing, especially through Little Country Gentlemen. But mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, like in those days, I was like, oh, mixologist, nah, don't. No. <laughs> yeah. um, but now it just I don't think it matters. Yeah. Like. There, you know, you don't sweat the little things. Mm, for yeah. sure. Sure. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So just tell people, where do they know you from? Where, where have you been around town? Um, you know, I, I think I'm pretty fresh to the game, uh, comparatively. Um, most of the people I know and admire um, have been doing this for a really long time, uh, which kind of makes me like feel like a little bit of a scumbag but uh but I've, I've only been doing this for about five years i started working for mike right when uh half and half first opened so mm -hmm. 2011 mm -hmm. uh like the, the 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 latter half of 2011 mm -hmm. uh and i really i mean no nobody really knew who i was back then because i was just basically a server at half and half which was pretty fun and lucrative mm -hmm. uh but mike who very much has to keep his hands moving all the time. Hmm. Uh, he decided he was going to do the, the, the night stuff at the restaurant, which mm -hmm. gave birth to, to Medianoche, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, which is kind of like where I transitioned. He asked me if I'd be a part of that, and I was like, oh, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. um, That's probably where we encountered you first. Oh, for real? Yeah, because yeah, I... Was where before we even started doing all this stuff yeah writing. yeah yeah well, we uh we, we probably saw me as a server at that time yeah, i think i just want to think i remember you actually i think i remember now i think that i remember that but i also remember at media noche they had uh it was a burnt it was a sort of burnt orange uh old-fashioned or manhattan but had mezcal in it okay. too yeah i'm sure it was you or someone else uh or... that was definitely seth okay um seth ferguson who who no longer lives here he lives in austin mm. he was the one who um he, so he worked with me at Half and F also as a busser, mm -hmm. and uh, he's always 
had an affinity for for spirits. So mm -hmm. when Mike was conceiving this idea, um, Seth was the go-to guy at the time, mm -hmm. and he's the one to kind of like put all the all the drink stuff together for mm -hmm. Medianoche, and it was obviously very like agave centric. And uh, I have his his R and D book at home. Mm -hmm. Um, just to keep it safe. I'm sure it's a nice Oh, waffles. Don't Bless worry, you. waffles. It's safe. I'll stay. Don't worry. Uh, I'm sure it's in there somewhere. I, I, but yeah, yeah, I know, I know he did like a lot of things that were definitely in the vein of like old fashioned Manhattan. He had one drink called the Amulet. It was really fun. Mm. It was kind of like Manhattan-y and had Marlonito in it. Ooh. But. Mm. Yeah. So, so what made you make the uh, transition? I'm the oldest of three, so, you know, that was kind of beaten into me at a, mm. at a pretty early age. Like, yeah. do well, do it right, set yeah. an example, yeah, the don't other mess kid... up, or you're going to hear it. Yep, and the other kids can do whatever they want. So. <laughs> yep. Well, I was the youngest, so, uh, like, I definitely was like, well, let's see, throw them out there and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, brother, and it was more like, you know, like, you know, you do this now, do this now, as you're saying, you know, do it perfectly. And oh, family. yeah. Yeah. Spent a lot of time grounded growing up <laughs> for uh, bad grades and younger brother. He didn't have, he had worse grades and somehow got to run around all the time. Hmm. I guess, I guess, uh, mm -hmm. different, different for different people or different for different siblings, I guess. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So, and then at half and half, what, uh, made you start going towards, uh, mixology or bartending? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, so like I said, um, Mike, Mike turned the uh the restaurant or he turned the uh the the night time slot into medianoche which mm. is where where seth uh really took off mm. and um and that you know that that was kind of short-lived uh mm. it, it well it, not short-lived it really evolved mm. it evolved into little country gentlemen mm -hmm. and seth kind of stayed on for that but then um people that maybe know seth probably know the story and we I won't get into it, but he, uh, he ended up moving into, or he, he ended up moving to Austin, uh, and then the question came, uh, who's going to, who's going to take all this over? Who's mm -hmm. going to, who's going to pick up where you left off? Mm -hmm. And I had, I had quickly, uh, found a lot of love for, for cocktails and spirits and, mm -hmm. and drinking stuff that wasn't raspberry half of ice which is <laughs> great but uh yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I, I guess i guess my uh my taste maybe matured a little bit in part to him so uh, mike asked me to kind of take over to uh where where, where seth was was leaving mm -hmm. and at first i was kind of like oh, i don't know it sounds like i'm gonna make less money mm. I, I think that's kind of the natural course of things as you as you move up the the, the management ladder or, you know, even the hierarchy in a restaurant, like, as you move up, it's like, goodbye, money. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's, it's a lot more rewarding. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was, I was very, I was very hesitant at first. I was like, I don't think I want to do this. It's a lot of responsibility. Plus, like, I, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> um, I eventually said yes. And... Seth moved um, right at the end of I want to say 2013. So my official day, starting as a bartender at Little Country Gentleman, and I even have this logged in my my R and D books because <laughs> the drinks at the beginning of that book are terrible. <laughs> uh, it was January first, 
14, I guess, at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one I think Or maybe, I don't know. I'd have to look at the book again. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of like how, I, got, I kind of got pushed into it. It's sort of like, you know how, uh, people in the olden days would, uh, so-and-so needs to learn how to swim, so let's take him in the boat, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, trial by We're fire. going to the park, you know. Yes. <laughs> and Water you know, park. you go, you go out to the the middle of the lake, and then like, mean old dad pushes you into the middle of the the lake. And it's like, okay, okay, Johnny, learn how to swim. <laughs> so that's kind of like how how it was at first, and how it kind of came mm-hmm. to be. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. It was really, uh, really nerve wracking at first. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And then, yeah. so you stayed with the little country gentleman. Did you go anywhere in between that and Randolphy's? No, no. no. Um, so I, I work at Planner's House now, mm-hmm. and I did work at Little Co- or I'm sorry, Pig and Pickle for a little while. But uh, before all that, I was I was part of Mike's mm. restaurant group for mm-hmm. uh, shoot six years. Wow, wow. Does that Jeez. sound about right? 2011, 2018. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was last uh, last September when Randolphy's wow. closed. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, no, that that was I, I stayed with him um, throughout the entire time. No other, no other jobs. No mm-hmm. other. Uh, honestly, there I think I don't think there was enough time to even do mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah. Sure, sure. I was there all the time. Yeah, yeah. I cool. think then we we really sort of met you when we were at Randolphy's. Right okay. before it yeah, closed. Yeah. Right before it closed. <laughs> yes. Yes. And My heart's breaking. I know. Yeah. I know. And you you became known sort of as the Amaro guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's definitely my, my favorite sort of spirit. Uh, it's definitely the thing I kind of started to gravitate toward mm-hmm. thanks to thanks to Seth. Mm-hmm. Um, we had like a really modest selection at Medianoche and Little Country Gentleman, and I just kept expanding on it mm. as, as I tried different ones and mm. fell in love with it. And when... Um, when Mike moved the good pie from uh, Midtown to the Loop and asked me to be part of that, I was like, well, so the drink should probably be sort of, they should, they, they should kind of like showcase Italian spirits, right? Yeah. And so it kind of made sense and mm-hmm. just kept expanding and expanding and I just kept falling more and more in love with it. Mm-hmm. And, and then fast forward to... 40 different Amari. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which are no longer there. They took everything off the shelf. Mm. Uh, Heck. Disappointing. Uh, but that's okay. My apartment's now the best Amaro bar in the city. Oh, cool. Okay. Cool. Good, good to Very know. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, it was actually the Amaro selection you had that actually brought us in there in the first place. Mm. Yeah, it's like, oh, awesome. I heard it's Amaro night. We better go there then. Because we were already yeah. gaga about uh, Amaro's, or say Amari. I like uh, say, I like say tomorrow. It's fine. I like say tomorrow. Yeah. Amari sounds kind of like, you know, hoity toity, but sure, you, know, sure. you know, it's probably the proper way. <laughs> but no, um, no one's uh no one's going to correct uh, anyone's grammar, I think. Yeah. You know what you mean? Yeah. Like Amari. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be weird. Move these flowers in the vase. <laughs> it's kind of like kind of like that, I feel like. Yeah. What do you find um fascinating about about those particular brands of of spirits? You know what, they're, um, I, I almost never know how to answer this question. I, I tend to really gravitate towards bitter. Hmm. Like, uh, when I was first starting to drink a lot more cocktails and learn a lot more about them, 
It's always, it's always the bitter ones that I kind of gravitated towards. So, like, naturally, Negroni became my favorite drink mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I started trying all these different Amari or Amaros, I was like, these are kind of, these are kind of cool. They're, like, they're like bitter and they're sweet and mm-hmm. kind of desserty. Like, these are, these are fun. They're, they're very interesting. They're very much kind of like cocktails in a bottle. Yeah. Because they're so, they're so layered and, yeah. um, you know, unique and... Mm-hmm. They're so indicative of uh, of the region they're produced. So mm. it's kind of like the wine of the spirits world almost. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, um, totally good. You know, at that time, like I wasn't quite as into wine as I am now. Like mostly just through intimidation. So like that was like a good, uh, good uh, kind of filled the gap. Kind of like uh, let me feel like, oh, this is kind of cool and interesting. And, Kind of feels like wine, but a little more accessible, I guess. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I always kind of considered wine to be a little inaccessible at the time. Now, I would never say that. It's crazy, but... Well, it's intimidating at first with wine, because you don't know what any of these yeah. grapes are, you know, yeah. any of the regions, or what's what's going to really come out like, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I know what you mean about Amari being almost like the wine of the spirits world. Just, it's so varietous, and like, yeah. there's so many different ones, and they probably change from year... Well, some of them probably keep a consistent taste, but some of them probably change from year well, to year. honestly... What's fun about this bottle of Chinar yeah. is uh, most most eyes may not recognize it, but um, this is a bottle right before they changed it a couple of years ago. They kind of mm. changed the formula around a little bit. Mm. Uh, Seth Wallman kind of told me about that. Because um, like now when you buy it, it's got like a different kind of label on it. Mm. And, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, when you see those, it's it's a, it's a, apparently a different formula, according to him. Mm. So sure. this one's a little bit of an antique. I was going to say... Um, well, I was going to ask, are yeah. you able to utilize Amari at Planner's House? Do they use a lot? <sighs> they they really don't. Oh. Um, going there has honestly been one of the best experiences I've mm. had as far as my, my short career has gone. Mm. But, oh my goodness, I miss... I miss the Jeff show. I mm. miss, like, ordering. I miss making the rolls. I miss mm. making the drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, I'm definitely more of a second fiddle, which mm. is kind of fine. Uh, a lot less, hey Jeff, like a lot less of that these yeah, days. Yeah, which, gotcha. So, but, so I don't get any say in the ordering. There's, I mean, if you ask them, hey, maybe we should get this, or <laughs> I would like to have that, uh, they'll, they'll get it. But their, their, their list of, of potable bitters is, is fairly short. Mm. Mm. We, we, we just changed the cocktail list at Planner's House uh, like about a month and a half ago. Um, we only do it a couple times a year, so right now it's the spring-summer list. Hmm. So naturally the drinks are going to be a little more uh, light and refreshing. Hmm. Um, or in the case of this list, more savory. So I presented a couple ideas that had Amaro in them, and they didn't quite take off the way I was hoping for. Hmm. So maybe maybe moving into uh, autumn and winter, I might be able to shine a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. For someone who's never been to Planner's House, how would you how would you describe the place? You know, it, uh, one word answer. I would say it's 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 a cocktail bar. Uh, you know, it's it's a good place to go to get a good well made cocktail. Um, the food is also really good too, yes. which people seem to forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it, I think it, 
think it's really easy for a lot of people to kind of kind of uh, close the world off a little bit and say like if you want a cocktail this is the only place you should go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sure sure uh, but it is, it is like a really good really 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 good place to get cocktails yeah um, definitely good, good daiquiris too good daiquiris like yeah that. Mm-hmm. Like old style like, real daiquiris, not like the, you know, when you get an apple. Yeah, <laughs> blended strawberry daiquiri. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, it's it's definitely just just a good classic cocktail yeah. bar. Mm-hmm. Good drinks, good tools, good staff. They know their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's just it's just good. Mm-hmm. But there's those are also a lot of that in St. Louis. I feel yeah. like. Now at uh, Planner's House, they have a lot of good tiki drinks too, right? Um, or is that an occasional thing they do? It's only for Billy and Kathy's. Uh, for Billy yeah, and Kathy, I, guess. <laughs> I think that was maybe like a little bit of a one-off, but uh, uh, okay. But that place is definitely facilitated really well to to accommodate any sort of drink, almost any sort of drink. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, lately, I've been making a lot of fog cutters, mostly mm. for staff, but mm. that's that's that's, a, that's tiki drink. What's in the fog cutter? I don't remember. Oh my god, that's my favorite tiki drink. Um, mm. It's brandy, gin, rum, orgeat, mm. uh, dry curacao, mm. uh, lime juice. Uh, sometimes people put a little bit of simple in it, but I think it's already kind of the sweet yeah, drink with mm. the, uh, the other things. Mm. And then there's always a float of sherry on top wow. of it, wow. which is my favorite part. Because mm. I cool. also love sherry. Gotcha. And what if you could put like uh, MRE in like a uh, tiki drink of some sort? That's where you could sneak it in. That's why it's bringing oh, yeah, tiki. Yeah. You sort of just introduce a little. Uh, yeah. You know. I used to do stuff like that at Randolphi's. Um, you had like a Wingdings one or something. Was that almost like a tiki? Oh my god, yes, yes, Wingdings. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this, this was another great thing about everything being the Jeff show because I got to basically do what I want. I did all the. All the graphic design, I designed the menus. <laughs> uh, you know, I got to write the drinks. There was no, there was no vetting process, so it was just like I was just cowboying it for, yeah. for, for a couple years. Uh, but Wingdings, I remember creating that drink and then putting it on the menu, and I couldn't think of the name. Of, uh, I couldn't think of a name for it mm. because naming the drink is, I think, honestly, the hardest part mm. of of a drink. I would rather. I used to outsource that to 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 staff like. Come up with names for these drinks, guys. Uh, but Wingdings, <laughs> when I put it on the menu, I couldn't think of a name for it. And I was doing a bunch of, like, wacky stuff at the time. Like, I put a I put a drink name on the menu in Japanese. Hmm. Uh, I was like, what's this called? This one Wingdings. And then I was like, oh, let's just put it in the Wingdings font. <laughs> I can't wait to see how people try to order this. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was, that was definitely, like, a, a more autumnal... Tiki drink that that was really fun. Uh, a friend of mine, Bill Burge. Uh, you guys might know him just from mm-hmm. running in like the food circles and mm-hmm. drink circles. Maybe no. His name um, sounds yeah, familiar. It is familiar, yeah. Might okay. have met him. It's hard to say. I'm horrible. I'm sure you guys have name. passed, maybe. But mm-hmm. anyway, he loved that drink so much. He asked me for the recipe, and then mm. he's like, "Oh man, there's a lot of stuff in this drink." I was like, mm. "Well, but if you want to buy the stuff, it'll pay for itself after." <laughs> after three or four of them sure yeah, yeah he sure. wasn't convinced but yeah. he ended up buying the stuff anyway he's like this drink cost me two hundred dollars put together <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah like that was that was definitely like kind of in the, the vein of tiki and uh shoot what else um I had another drink called live not on evil hmm. uh palindromes were another Mm. Uh, I, I went to for drink names. Nice. Uh, that was kind of in the vein of tiki, but it had Amaro in it. Um, Wingdings had Amaro Nonino in it. 
And okay. then when I put Live Not on Evil on the menu, that had Ramazzotti Amaro mm. in it. Mm. Uh, also had like a really cool cinnamon cream float on it. Mm. Got sent back all the time, but mm. I thought it was really good. Well, I think actually we did actually meet you um, before Randolph's closed. I think actually when it first kind of converted to Randolph's, um, you, you started your bartending there. I think that's we went there one time yeah. and just got cocktails. So we yeah. already ate, I think, at Publico or something or somewhere else around there. And then, like... That's the natural course. Yeah. yeah. Like, right down, two yeah. hours down. And, like, uh, I think, I think I remember you there. I remember, I remember the Wingdings concert. Okay. That's why I brought it up. Like, now cool. we're, now we're, oh, yeah, that wasn't recent. That was actually a long time mm, ago. It was. I think you guys came in, too, one time uh, and got the... The, the, the coffee drink with the pistachio liqueur in it. Yeah, maybe that's 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 it is. That espresso machine, that's something else I miss. Mm. Oh, we got yeah. like a like a hokey coffee maker in the back at Planner's mm. house, but mm-hmm. no no sophisticated coffee mm. making machine. Well those things are expensive. Yeah. Uh, hard to maintain, they break down. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we had a really nice I think it was a GS four or GS five? Hmm. Which probably doesn't mean anything to most people, but it's a pretty good espresso machine, hmm. single pole. Uh, at the end of Randolphies, I was like, man, I should try to buy this off of Mike. Because mm. mm. it's just going to get abused and no one's going to care about it. I was like, and I could have a really cool coffee maker at home. <laughs> yeah. But never did. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was going to ask you now. So you've mentioned, you, you seem a little bit on the same sort of personality spectrum as us as liking sort of geeky stuff. <laughs> oh, you yeah, met, you yeah. You mentioned the world of Warcraft. <laughs> and you just mentioned... <laughs> The, the titles of some of your drinks, which I really appreciate, using the Wingdings and then using palindromes. Yeah. Um, are you into geeky stuff? Uh, mostly. Depends depends on what it is. Yeah? Like, where, where, where are we going with this? I don't know. I was just asking, like, so if, when you're not working and doing R&D and making drinks, what do you do in your free time? Oh, goodness. Um, well, man. Lately, uh... Lately, I've been living kind of a boring life. Mm-hmm. That can be good. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, in in my twenties, there were a lot lot fewer cares in my world. So, you know, that was that was that was okay for me to work a day job and then go home and work my second job, which was World of Warcraft. But, uh, <laughs> You've been there. Yeah. Yes. Now, now I just I work so much, and when when as as I as I kind of fell into the world of, of cocktails and cocktailing and bartending. Uh, I, I never, I never really had anyone show me the rope. So like, I kind of had to immerse myself in it and Mm. put everything else on the back burner. So Mm. as far as like, uh, nerdy, geeky hobbies, I don't have so much of them anymore. Mm. Uh, but I mean, like I used to, I used to have a lot of fun painting, um, uh, Warhammer figures. Oh, really? Awesome! Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to, I used to build a lot of like car models, ship models. Mm. That's um, cool. I play video games, but I don't spend a whole lot of time with people anymore these days. So they're always like RPGs, like mm. role playing games, sure. like hence World of Warcraft. But, but a lot of more, a lot more council gaming these days. I got I got a, I got a car I really like working on so like that's something I I, I do as a hobby mm-hmm. like I put it's... uh put aftermarket parts on it and stuff but mm. uh I guess I guess nothing like terribly uh 
terribly dorky. Yeah. I don't know. Is it the car that you drove here today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What kind is it? It's a, it's a Civic Si. Hmm. I uh, I got it a couple years ago, and it's a lot of fun. It's like driving a go kart. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. How do you mean? Like... Uh, it's just it's just really zippy, and it's a okay. small car, so it just you know, just it it scoots. Cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a Mini Cooper. Kinda, yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, I guess maybe the wheelbase is a little bit larger, but hmm. it handles pretty well. I put some lowering springs on it so the center of gravity is hmm. a little lower and handles a lot better. But so to get better at bartending or mixology, like what did you do? Did you actually sell you with anyone, or did you actually just immerse yourself no. in books? No. Uh, so, so Seth Ferguson definitely kind of showed me the ropes. Um, more or less, um, he didn't really, I never had like any formal training from him, but we used to go out all the time on Sunday nights and, uh, this was when cocktail museum was still a thing at the Royale. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Rob and all that, yeah. And John Faust and yeah. man, holy smokes. I learned so much mm. just going to that and drinking there. Mm. Um, but you know, it, it still wasn't enough to like take over everything Seth had done. Yeah. Uh, so, so like I said, you know, when I when I pop open my first R and D book, because like I, you know, just write everything everything down, every iteration. Hmm. Like that was something that Seth told me to do. He's like, whatever you do, write it down. Hmm. Even if it's bad, you can revisit it. Hmm. Um, you can figure out where it went wrong. You can figure out how to make it better. Uh, but. That was probably like the best lesson that he taught me. Uh, but aside from that, he never really, he never really gave me any like good formal training. So I just kind of had to scour the internet mm-hmm. and read books. Um, you know, it's all the all the classic stuff that pretty much every bartender will tell you as mm-hmm. they're getting into that world. It just it's just reading, reading, drinking. That's the best way to learn. And I've always been the kind of person who. Uh, who really dumps myself into whatever they're doing? Cause mm. maybe maybe it's like the oldest child thing. Like you gotta set the example. Mm. Uh, but you know, if you're gonna do something, do it well, do it right, sure, do it the best. Like that was kind of like the lesson drilled into me as a kid. So mm. I guess maybe that translated into uh, moving into bartending as as a as a job or hopefully a career. I really yeah. like what I do. I'd yeah. like to keep doing it for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. Read a lot, drink a lot. <laughs> yeah. Ask lots of questions. Yeah, totally. Like that, that's, that was, that was my learning, training, teaching. Um, Seth really laid some good groundwork for me. Mm. So I got to kind of like watch him and learn by his example, but, mm. um, there was no one there to, to really say you should do this, this, and this. Mm. So again, like the learn how to swim. Yeah, totally. Analogy. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a particular aha moment with your R and D and drinks when you finally got some like, oh my god, this is actually really good. Mm. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so when so Little Country Gentlemen, all the drinks were numbered um, consecutively. So mm-hmm. by the time Seth had left, he was on number twenty. Mm. Uh, so I took over. I was twenty one and there on. And I got all the way to 46 by the end of it, which was, mm. I think, a pretty good feat. Um, but it, I, I remember, I remember doing doing it for the for the first couple weeks and just feeling helpless. Like uh, I don't, 
I don't know like what what of these bottles goes well together. I don't mm. know how to how to work with these things. I was like, I don't know if I should use lemon juice or lime juice. I was like using juices arbitrarily. Mm. Uh, and, it, and it went on for, for probably a good couple of months. And I put out some drinks that I kind of regret, but people <laughs> really like them. Sure. I, I feel like that, that restaurant was more about the experience anyway. So the yeah. drinks were kind of an afterthought. But um, I think I think the, the, the first drink that was like, oh my God, I think I got it. Um, was was a drink at the time called Number Twenty Six, which I brought to Good Pie and Randolphies, mm. and later renamed the Leftbound Cocktail, yeah. uh, which was Tawny Port uh, McCarthy's whiskey, which was very peated, so it was like mm. America's like a, version of Scotch. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there was a Maro Nonino in it, mm. and Fernet Branca. Oh wow! And that does sound good. That's, that's a lot of different. Words. Yeah, it was it was really good, and uh, a little bit of uh, grated cinnamon on top. Oh, and I mean, it's. I guess a drink like the more I think about it, it's it's sort of derivative, because it's kind of like in that vein of Manhattan, but hmm. but it's but the base of it was port, so I feel like it was a little, a little more unique. Yeah. But that was like my first like I think I've got this. Hmm. Um, you know, a couple more drinks after that, maybe kind of didn't make sense, but. That was the first, hmm. first like aha moment, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, it. Uh, as 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 time went on, like I I, I think I slowly realized uh, what people were expecting when they go to a Mike Randolph restaurant. And I was like, hmm. well, I can't, I can't half-ass this. <laughs> Not that I was before, but I was hmm. like. I really need to figure this out. I need to get sure. better. I need to like figure out what people like. I need to like talk to people and read cocktail lists and you know just just do this and do it well and make a more memorable cocktail experience. I guess. Yeah. So yeah. that was definitely the the aha moment. But I also I feel like I kind of had a second one too, um, when when Mike moved the good pie to the loop. That was kind of like a like a like a clean slate a little bit. Uh, Mike's like, we want these 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 kind of drinks or this number of drinks or, you know, just figure this out, but but keep it in line with what the good pie is all about. So like having to learn, what's what's gonna what's gonna work for that restaurant and even going into Randolphies, which is a little bit of a more easy transition, mm-hmm. um, was also kind of an aha moment because, you kind like I I got to like write everything from scratch and and the the more like I don't know it's it's, it's like writing a story you know the, the the more you get into it uh the more the more clear things become or the more like mm. uh creative you become or mm. is that does that kind of make sense yeah, yeah it does it does yeah. I feel like it does in my head but I'm not sure <laughs> no it's basically like uh like someone's voice warming up yeah you know? yeah totally mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. I gotcha so that was kind of like the second aha moment mm. yeah, cool. very cool yeah, yeah. Are you are you kind of in in your place right now, waiting for some other light bulb to go on? Or are you are you pretty? Oh my goodness! Uh, I I'm I'm very very happy where where I'm at right now. Um, I I like working at Planner's House, but uh, I would love to have my own bar. Mm. But uh, like I've I've kind of like written out kind of half baked. Um, 
uh, business models and plans sure. and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. uh, there's always one thing, there's always one speed bump that stops everyone mm-hmm. from opening somewhere, and that's mm-hmm. the bunny. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like anymore, I mean, this isn't like a slight to like anyone who's opened a restaurant in the in the past 10 years, but I feel like the only people that are able to own, or to open restaurants anymore are people that just have like money in their family. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, like little guys, just like, oh, I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. But that's, 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 that would be my next light bulb mm-hmm. aha moment. Um, or, or just like ending up somewhere where, again, I get to kind of run the show. Yeah. I, I really, really, really miss that. I love working sure. at Planner's House, but I do really miss mm. kind of running the show. Mm-hmm. Sure, understandable. Yeah. It's a fun thing for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've had, had this, uh, this is my joke idea I have that I keep telling everybody about, but I have this idea of opening up a bar called the Nudie Bar. But nudie like the pasta. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like yeah. So, but the idea was to be an Italian Polynesian uh, fusion. Okay. So we yeah, have, yeah. We have like poi arancini, oh, and, you know, and like uh, I can get behind that. And then, uh, but that, that's why I brought the idea of putting uh, Italian bitters into tiki drinks. Yeah. You could have a fusion that way too. Have a wine totally. like a sort of Italian, um, like tiki kind of fusion cocktail bar. Yeah. You know, fine wine tomorrow, but also you get your nice Dracula. Use some classic cocktails too, but like have to be different. Like have a black Manhattan, sort of. Yeah. You know, like a regular Manhattan, like. Oh uh, man, such a good drink. Yeah. That's another drink I have on the menu. Yeah. Love a black Manhattan. Yeah, you actually a picture of a black Manhattan you made for us right before Green Duffy's closed. Got in uh, the Imbibe uh, Instagram. They re. Uh, oh shoot! It. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have to find that later. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That, that would have been what, like last summer maybe. Right about. Yeah. Was it? Was it? Yeah, I mean, it was. It's been a while. Uh-huh. Wait, was it? Was it? I feel like I, I feel like I started making them for a while near the end of Randolphy's when like I had more downtime. I would make this really fun kind of like starburst. Yes, that's garnish that. in mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's not like not the the candy obviously. Yeah, but, but no, that made the shot. It really did. I really, did, I did overhead shots. Oh, and so it's off that's center. Awesome. So it's like like almost like this moon eclipse kind of thing coming into the shot. Mm. Fun. So I have to show it to you afterwards. My phone's yeah. charging. I was here. really uh, I was really fond of that garnish. I can't remember where I picked that up, but uh, mm. I. I use that garnish too in a in one of my drinks at the old Forester competition, mm. at a um, retreat, mm. which I won. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we, we were we, there. We were there for a while. We <laughs> yeah. did it early, unfortunately, because we had yeah. nothing we had to go to. But okay, um, mm-hmm. no, we were there, and like that's definitely a lot of great people there. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. They uh, they took a picture of me too. That was. Not great. <laughs> it looks so like serious and mean, which mm. is I, gotcha. I definitely had one. Like when they took the picture of me, I was like, I had my arms crossed. I was like, <laughs> I like, won. Oh, me, come me. on! <laughs> like you couldn't have gotten a better picture. Yeah, I'm actually a nice guy, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but imagine me. If I if I had that Bitcoin money, I would uh, yeah. <laughs> totally uh, open up the nudie bar. And, like, you could totally have the bar program there. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Let me know. Didn't buy that Bitcoin one shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait. Yes. Oh. Who knows? Who knows what happens? Jeff, I was going to ask you, um, when you go out to St. Louis restaurants, tell us about what do you like to order? What do you like to eat? Oh, man. Yeah, tell us about some things you think people ought to know about. I, unfortunately, don't get a chance to go out that often. But, uh, 
I love I love sandos. I love eating a sandwich. So I eat a lot mm. of sandwiches, I guess. Mm. Uh, like, like Joya's or mm. like that hot salami. Just just any sort of debilitating meal. Anything <laughs> that just like shuts you down <laughs> for the end of the day. Carbs and lots of meat yeah. and fat and just spiciness and just... <laughs> Oh goodness! That's why um, we're big about tacos. We're really big about those. Yes. Oh my gosh! The like mission taco, like those tacos. Well, like or those tacos in general. Well, tacos in general, but we love uh, taco service a lot. Okay, I don't think I've ever been there. That's yeah, pretty good. It's pretty good. Spicy. All right, I yeah. need to uh, need to put that on my list then. Yeah. But also, mission tacos good. A Pupiso yeah, has I, great tacos. I I mostly end up at Mission Taco like just because nothing else is open. Mm. Yes. Everything in St. Louis shuts down at 10. I hate it. <laughs> I it's impossible I to eat, eat well after 10 o'clock in the city. Yes. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, but it's not New York City. No, mm-hmm. no. It's, or even Chicago. You just got to learn where to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, know, I, I think I think Publico makes really great food. I've spent a lot of time there, um, you know, working for Mike and even post-Mike uh, dining there. Um, Dressel's has always been one of my go-tos. I think everything they, they make is pretty good. Um, admittedly, I almost always get fish and chips there. That's like the one mm-hmm. thing that I just can't get past. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm usually a sucker for a special, but, mm. uh, but at Dressel's it's, it's hard to not just, nah, I don't want to hear it. Just bring fish and chips. <laughs> 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 Dang. Um. The hot pot at Joy Luck mm. is really great. Hmm. Um, I, I know, like, it's easy to get takeout from there. Well, I guess not in this neighborhood. Um, anytime I order Joy Luck, like, if I want, like, trashy Chinese food, <laughs> I gotta go pick it up, which is totally fine. Hmm. I actually live right down the road from you guys, so we're, like, we're in the name neighborhood, I guess. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, on Pernod. Oh, cool, uh, cool. Or Perno, depending on... Yes. <laughs> who you're talking to yes. Pen- kind of serendipitous right I just call it Penrod <laughs> Penrod <laughs> I just call it yeah. I just call it Juniata uh, Juanita <laughs> I've heard people yes. yeah Juanita Street we, what street are you talking about Juanita you know it's right <laughs> yeah <laughs> like Spode it says Spade yep. Spadey Rose mm-hmm. it's kind of like when you're listening to directions on uh, on Google Maps mm. um, they get the uh, King King Shyway. Yes, that's my favorite. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or or uh, Lodway instead of Ladue Road. Yep, yep. Well, it's called uh, it's called the pair like Des Paris. Oh yeah, yeah. That's another one. <laughs> Des Paris. Classic. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. If 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 people have never done the hot pot at Joy Luck, hmm. go and do it. Cool. It's it's uh, I think it's like fifteen or sixteen or seventeen dollars hmm. a person. But you get all the food you want. Um, mm. the, you know they, they obviously ask you like don't don't waste anything don't over order. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of done like they bring you out like the the big bowl full of broth and you can get different types of broth or sometimes they have like a or they have like a bowl too that has like a separation in it so you can get two different types of broth. You can get like one spicy and whatnot. Mm. Um, that's that's definitely a a dining experience that I think everyone should know about. Um, don't get the buffet. The buffet's included, but don't be a chump and, and <laughs> fill up on the buffet like my friends have done for the past two birthdays of mine. Mm. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> We've gone there. Like, I made the mistake of telling some friends that the buffet's included in it, and they went immediately there and ate, like, none of the hot pot. Wow. Like, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it spilled. Man, 
what else? What else? Uh, what else is good? I went to Brasserie for the first time. It was uh, good. Yeah. A few weeks ago. Man, holy smokes! I I, I really dug it. Um, it was really good. Yeah, we went there for the first time earlier this spring. It was yeah. super good. Yeah. yeah. I usually just go to taste, but I never actually went to Brasserie. Yeah. <laughs> That's immense. I did the old the old one two where uh, you go to taste and then go to Brasserie. Uh, mm-hmm. um, ate some really good food. Uh, didn't didn't get any entrees or anything, but like the the, the smaller stuff. Um, we got the I can't think of the name of it, but like a, a little crock with some really nice spreadable creamy cheese mm. that's on their appetizer menu. Mm. Mm. Escargot is Ooh. very good. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't I don't go out to dine as much as I used to. I know mm. everyone raves about Louis. That's that's on my list right now. Mm. We haven't been yet either. Uh, some someone I know really well kind of described it as a carbon copy of Randolphie's, <laughs> which I'm sure McGuire would not be very happy to hear. But uh, mm. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I, that's definitely like I I love Randolphie's. I love the food there. Mm. I eat so many of those meatballs. Mm. Mm. Yes, those meatloaf balls. Mm-hmm. Meatloaf I don't know. <laughs> I just I want I really want to go check out check out Louie on some uh some night when I have some free time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Do you ever eat any sweets around town, or dessert type places? Um, I do love sweets, but uh, dang, um, <laughs> no, I so I, I like to bake, mm-hmm. and I would like to say that I'm very good at it. Hmm. Um, did you make some kind of like uh, was it some kind of marl icing or something, or was it bitters oh, icing? Oh, dang! Um, I actually have some fernet buttercream. That's what it was. In yeah. My, in my refrigerator. Whoa. When Tony Tony Saputo was doing the doing this like nomadic bartender thing where he was kind of like hanging out with people at bars and let's do like like a drink thing uh, <laughs> and make an event out of it. I, I did a bunch of drinks and I was like, oh, I should make these like shortbread cookies and put fernet buttercream Ooh. in them. Ooh. And they were they were a hit. Mm. And I still have some in my mm. refrigerator. Mm. But uh mm. yeah, incorporating Amaro into Baking is something I, I haven't done nearly enough mm. of. Well, even like bitters, like uh, Ango would be great in that way too, yep. I think. Oh my gosh. Um, the, the, um, the the Book of Morrow by Brad Parsons. Is has, that what we have? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Probably. Check out the back of it. There's some good uh, baking recipes uh-huh. or mm. like recipes that incorporate uh, Amaro into into them. Hmm. So I, I guess I guess what uh, what I've said or trying to say in so many words is I don't go out for sweets that much just because I feel like I eat them at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also I don't eat that many sweets at home because I'm trying to try to get back into the swimsuit <laughs> shape. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aren't we all? Uh, I'm a I'm a sucker for ice cream. I mm. will pound some ice cream at home. Mm. And living alone, there's no one to judge me except for <laughs> yeah, yeah. cat. Yeah, they can't see you when you're eating ice cream in World of Warcraft. Uh, yeah. Same. So I, 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 I don't, I don't know who. I don't know if I know who who is well known for, for making, good like sweet pastries or sweet desserts. Aside from like the obvious, yeah. obvious ones like pint size and mm. need just open I've been hearing a lot of good things Need's about that place Need is really good it's, it's really yeah? good yeah it's right around here too it's not yes. Hampton so uh, yeah it's, really it's where the old Salumi Badu ones yes, right yes. Yep. okay cool it's yeah really good yeah mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for donuts mm. Mm. oof uh, tell you what 
uh, <laughs> after after getting out of a bar at three o'clock in the morning, if I can if I can muster the strength to drive to John's Donuts in that mm. really stabby part of <laughs> on the corner of uh, <laughs> yeah. mug me and stab me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, getting a getting a donut at you know four o'clock in the morning is that's a good thing. Yeah. That's nice just what Ron mentioned last night. That's the yeah. same place. He's, yeah, yeah. We have not been there, but a couple people. It and it has weird hours, right? Like it's yeah. open up overnight. Yep, mm. correct. Mm. Yeah, perfect. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly like that. That's that's my first stop. If I go on a road trip somewhere, like I immediately go there to get some donuts for the for the road trip mm. for for the road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, donuts and beef jerky. That's like and and <laughs> strawberry or chocolate milk. That's like my classic oh, road trip. Interesting. Uh, road trip meal. Hmm. Nice. Keeps keeps me going. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> good uh, good uh, good old fashioned donut and uh, why why can't I? My, my brain's kind of like not firing. What's the one? Uh, a fritter. Yeah. Oh yeah. A fritter and old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Oof. Hmm. I like the uh, jelly filled and also the Bismarcks. Hmm. Uh, dang. What is what is a Bismarck? Well, it's generally it's, it's well, a Bismarck or like a Boston cream. It's basically, like okay, it's like, it's like like a cheap eclair kind of. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm. So you you like the the yeast donuts? You're a yeast donut guy, yeah. Mm, probably more, yeah. Probably more of that style. Style. Um, sometimes it's gonna be really bad Harper. I don't know what it is. Sure. You know, makes all the sugar. Makes it makes makes not the ones that aren't the yeast ones. Maybe the ones are they're a little. I don't know, but you just give me a little bit of give me, give me burpee the rest of the day. Mm. Sure. Yeah. 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 But have you ever tried making tomorrow's? No, uh, it's something I kind of wanted to do. You know, this is this 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 could potentially be kind of a long story, but um, <laughs> so when I when I first started bartending with Mike, um, I was like, I I I really like this. I like that people like it, but I'm I'm not doing anything that like makes me stand out. So my first my first like move into kind of becoming. A unique person or, or making people like remember me or be more memorable was like oh I'll start doing like DIY stuff so mm. it's like at the time we didn't have like a creme de mirror in the market which is a blackberry liqueur so mm. I started making like Ooh. blackberry liqueur mm. um, you know I, I don't I don't want to like sound braggy and say like I I kind of like set the stage for 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 people using shrubs in St. Louis but like I feel like I might have been the only person at the time using shrubs and cocktails at the time when, because hmm. it was like I know it's like an old timey thing and you know everything everything comes full circle. Yeah. It would have eventually picked up, but um, but I was kind of like proud of like, hey, I'm doing this thing that like I don't think anybody else in town is doing. Uh, so I like I started making all these different shrubs, and as 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 things evolved, like uh, you know, a DIY became like a good. Like a like a a thing that I was like definitely well known for. I I love all these all these, all these Amari and, like I should I should maybe just make one. Hmm. Um, so it was like it was always in the back of my head. It just never, it never f- came to fruition. Uh, like the more I read and the more I started like thinking about it, I was like, well, I'd have to buy like all this different stuff and oh, yeah. I'd have to put it all in in a in a vessel and. Let it sit for months, you know, yeah. maybe a year. Um, I I'm sure I have it in like a like a like a Google Google Drive document, like mm. the the initial thoughts for like what should I do for when the Good Pie first opened, and I'm almost mm. certain like a House Made Tomorrow was on that mm. list. But 
um, I kind of like kind of started moving toward having more responsibilities. And I also read this really, really, really great article that still resonates with me uh, by Jeffrey Morgenthaler, who's a bartender in, in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's a star tender at this point. But, star uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like Jim Meehan, all those, all those mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the, I can't remember the title of the article, but it was basically something along the lines of, you know, DIY, just because you can make it doesn't mean it's better. Um, Fair enough. So yeah. I was like, oh, well... Yeah, you're right. I, I've been making this this like blackberry liqueur for a couple of years now to use in cocktails, but someone's doing it way better than me. Sure, sure. Um, you know that's that's kind of cool to have like something that you could call your own. But I I will I will very graciously bow down to to the person who does it better. Mm. Um, so I kind of started giving up on like the DIY stuff and letting mm. the bottles talk for me. I guess I don't know. That's maybe the best way to say it. So, um, so I, I, the the idea of making my own Amaro, it never, it never mm. really came, mm. it never really saw the light of day just because of that kind of whole thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. But um, uh, Charlie Martin, yeah, is making or has made, and Morgan, yeah. uh, has made an Amaro, which I have not had a chance to try. We haven't had either yet. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, is it I ready? Never been, it's it's oh, totally ready. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, mm. I want to know what it tastes like so bad. <laughs> uh, they barely did too, I think. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So, yeah. We actually have... Uh, I've made my first steps of trying to make Amaro's. Yeah? I actually have some uh, sitting downstairs. You know, it's oh, very well, cool. So it's, you know, okay. time to put the sugar in and let it sit in a barrel or something like that. But, sure. But I, I'm going to try to evolve out the idea of it. Yeah. Um, just, just right now, I'm just trying to do to see... The, the, first, we make something that we can actually drink in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And folks on that first. Yep. Um, it, did you kind of like develop a, your own recipe for it? Or? Not really. A little bit, but mostly we had that Amaro book. Has yeah. yeah. We also looked online and looked for stuff. Looked for a very simple recipe. Okay. Added, I basically just like gentian root, um, sure. cardamom, uh, star anise, uh, or aniseed actually. Uh, what was that? Sage, rosemary, mint, okay. thyme. Uh, I put I put added uh, citrus peels in there. Right. Um, yeah. they add a little extra something too. Not much because I hear that you just need a little of that. Yeah, sure. And I got some pretty crappy vodka. It's actually only a hundred proof. You need higher proof. Yeah. For my first stab, because I didn't want to really go gangbusters with the expense on it. <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah, I'll try this just to see if the concept works. Which you said it was a hundred proof. Yeah. That I feel like that should be good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's more of a it's the proof really like determines the waiting game. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know the, the lower the proof, the longer you have to wait. Gotcha. It's like if you throw Everclear at it, it's gonna be pretty harsh, but it's gonna work really fast. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Makes good advice. I mean, the thing I want to do though, I want to try to make something. I I want to try making a tomorrow that has a lot of like lime and vanilla notes to it. Yeah. And definitely. Not, and not make it too sweet. Just keep it yeah. a little more mellow. I mean, barely just it takes a little bit of the edge of the shirt of the citrus off a bit. Sure. So that's something I'm going to try, but that's not something right. Again, I may not make it something that's going to put in a cocktail bar. Like but yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, but it's fun to do. Yeah, it is fun. Know. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so. Or we got a name Very for cool. it. Or we got a name. Oh, what do we got? Green Moon. Green Moon? <laughs> <laughs> no. Proprietary information. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, so I'm going to steal it now. It's gonna, so I'm going to make it and make a million dollars, and there goes my Bitcoin money again. Yep. It's like, yeah. Yep. Could have opened up the nudie bar, but I kept my mouth shut. Mm hmm. Yes. On that note. Yes. <laughs> um, Jeff, tell people if they want to find you in person or online, uh, what are all your stats? 
Ooh, stats. Yeah. Is this like D&D? <laughs> yes, there you go. Uh, yes. Uh, 22 charisma, Ooh. 18 strength. Oh, I'm not, I'm not that charismatic. <laughs> um, I, I have kind of a changing schedule right now, but pretty much all the days that end in Y, I'm at Planner's house mm-hmm. right now, but we'll see how things kind of, uh, kind of settle out, but, um. Mm-hmm. Um, in in person, yeah, definitely, definitely a planner's house. Uh, on wine, I keep my keep my Facebook pretty locked down, but uh, do you have an Instagram? Or I do anything? have an Instagram. Yeah. It is I am Jeffrey Moll M O L L. Cool. That's that's where I'm at. And for the folks who may not know, where is Planner's House? Planner's House is kind of close to downtown. It's uh, it's in the Lafayette Square neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So if you're going down forty and get off of Jefferson, it's uh it's at Shoto and I can't remember the cross street, but I think it's Mississippi. Mississippi, you're okay. correct. Yeah, yeah, okay. Shoto, Mississippi. Uh-huh. It's like Caddy Corner from Vandeset. Correct. Yes. Yep. Yep. Mm. Okay. And then my last question for you today is do you have any uh asks or requests to share with the folks listening to us? Ooh. Anything at all? Um I don't know about any that that sound a little uh little gripey (laughs) you can do that you're allowed i've i've heard more requests for a drink not sweet than i care to admit uh i i I really wish people would stop saying i want to drink that but not sweet if something's Mm. sweet i feel like the bartender is going to tell you it is Mm. i don't think anyone really makes truly sweet drinks Mm -hmm. Mm. um the only other request i have is Holy smokes, those little caddies with, like, the coasters and the straws and the napkins in them, stop touching them. That's something else I've noticed working at Planner's House. Everyone's got to, like, fidget around and tear up coasters and chew on straws and, and, you know, crumple up napkins. Every time I see that, I'm just like... And not use them and just, you know... Yeah. I might just be honest, I've been guilty of that from times. Oh, well. No, no, I mean, aside from that, like, you know, I, I think everyone's doing a good job as 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 patrons. People are more adventurous, which is yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people people are more trusting. I I don't know that I have like any any solid, you know, sage advice for 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 people that 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 are bartenders or are patrons. I think everybody's doing the right stuff. Just keep keep doing what what you're doing. Okay. Well, I like it. Yeah. Jeff, thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. This Thanks. was super fun. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate yeah, I had a good it. Time. Boom. Yeah, your time to waffles. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, waffles. <laughs> hey guys, this is Christine Guthrie with We Eat Stuff. And this has been another episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. I would also like to encourage everyone to join our Patreon page, which you can find at patreon.com slash weeatstuff. There, you can become a sponsor of this podcast and all the work we do and be rewarded with cool stuff. We appreciate your support. Please join us next week for another interview. But in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Cheers! <laughs>